0: Hello, my friends. Hey, listen, despite the title of this podcast episode, which is about male pelvic floor dysfunction, I want you to know that this episode truly is for everybody, not just males, um, not just females. It's for everybody. It's literally a gender neutral episode. Michael, my friend and business partner, has so much wonderful information and inspiration to share with you. So please take a listen. I will have you get right to the interview, but I will remind you to please check the show notes as well as I include several links that we reference in our conversation. So check the show notes and thanks for listening. We'll see you on the other side. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to welcome you to another great interview, this time with a Gentlemen, this fellow is Michael Hodge. Michael Hodge is really one of my dearest friends and he is also my business partner in our program called Overcome Pelvic Pain for Men. But today we're going to talk about male pelvic health. We are going to talk about some holistic treatments for pelvic pain. And we're also going to briefly, I think if the conversation leads us this way, we're going to touch on the masculine and feminine energies that are within all of us. So there's really going to be something for everyone here. And I want to um, kind of bring up and kind of launch with the topic of male pelvic health and talk about it briefly because Michael does have his own pelvic pain journey and pelvic health journey. And a lot of people may not actually know that men do have a pelvic floor and so if you don't know that it's okay like (laughs) that's totally okay that you didn't know that um we often talk about pelvic health for women because women do have quite a few you know specialized pelvic floor concerns that you know men don't have as often so we have more concerns with prolapse than men have Men can have prolapse, but it's different. We have usually more problems with incontinence, bladder leakage, that kind of thing. Of course, we have childbirth. So there's different things that we deal with, but men can absolutely have pelvic health issues too. So with all that being said, Michael, welcome. Welcome to the program. And I would love for you to tell my folks listening about you and your journey with pelvic health.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Bree, for having me on your show. It's an, an absolute honor for sure. Absolutely love chatting with you, whether it's being recorded or not. So this is great. <laughs> Benefits a lot of people. Um, but yeah, so my journey, I mean, I won't go into full details. And if you are a man and you actually are going through something like this, you can find uh, how Dr. Bree interviewed me three years ago, and it's on her YouTube channel. Um, so I talk about it in detail. But there wasn't an exact beginning point that could easily be found as the impetus of what started it. I mean, I say in my story, which I didn't start noticing the pain until uh, after having sex one day, it felt like my testicle flipped. And that sort of led me to feeling uncomfortable and there were issues. And like, it started to go downhill from there. And then there was actual tightness in the perineum. And that's in the very center of, you know, between the anus and the testicles. So that's really where my pain usually emanated, the very center. But it it was a five-year journey. I mean, At the beginning, I was like, oh gosh, you know, I've got, this is, that really scares you as a man, whenever you have sexual function issues or issues urinating and all that, right? And especially when you're 23 years old, it's like, wow, I don't think I'm supposed to be having issues like this at this age. Um, So yeah, I went to my general practitioner and then I was sent to a urologist and then I went to another urologist and I went to a third urologist because I wasn't really getting anything other than, you know, you're totally fine. Like you might have... um, uh, some sort of bacterial infection, you know, prostatitis or epididymitis or something take these antibiotics take this um, Flow max or something it's to help with like urinary flow and something that you really shouldn't be taking especially at my age I don't really know if you should be taking it anyway, but um, you know the very Western approach and That was in the beginning very Western approach. None of that was really doing anything things were actually getting worse and I Realized that I had to learn how to heal myself and that's, I thought that I would be able to heal myself in, I don't know, three or six months or a year, maybe, but I, it just kept going on and on and on, even though I felt like I was doing everything right. I was like, I'm going to purify myself completely. Like I became a vegetarian. I was like, I'm going to purify my thoughts, everything that I do, make sure it's purposeful. I'm like, there's no negative karma, karmic attachments. There's no reason I should have any physical ailments now. Yet there still was. Um, So there, you know, I was doing things like yoga, meditation, Tai Chi, um, different practices. And I would still, I was going to see other natural healers and ended up doing physical therapy finally, which was actually helpful. Um, Although I had a digression and I found out that I had like a second wave of this, which was because of the fact that I was a vegetarian. Not that vegetarianism is bad, but in my case, I was eating way too many nuts and um, like Because I was trying to overcompensate for the lack of protein. So a lot of nuts and dairy, it actually created mold in my body, which, um, showed up with even more tightness in my abdominal region and my digestive tract and my pelvic floor. And it made it way worse again. So long story, but I was able to overcome it. And, you know, I did have a practitioner who did help me through the process towards the end. And I also had found your videos, which is how we even met and I in the. When it was really, really bad, I did your stretching video every single morning for like three or four months straight. Like every morning, it's like a 30-minute stretching video. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I've got to do this right now because I need to start off my day in the most positive way I can. I need to start it off, try to keep my pelvic floor as open and and not tight right? as possible. Because if you start off your day with tightness and pain already, by the way, it gets way worse throughout the day. So your day is going to get very, very, very challenging. It's the evenings that were always by far the worst like if someone has pelvic floor pain but um, yeah so a lot of things uh, a lot of, of definitely a spiritual crucible going through all of this you know wondering like why do I still live if I feel like I figured it out I feel like I've purified myself completely yet I still wake up with this pain it doesn't make any sense to me and then you like you look around people are like eating junk food all the time, not exercising they know absolutely nothing about health and wellness and they don't seem to have any physically manifested health problems like you. That also creates some challenges within you. Um, but ultimately, I did have a big mindset shift towards the end, which I would say helped me to finally overcome it uh, completely, which was um, it's okay to be where you're at right now, which I mean, I thought I, uh, surrender, you know, I read The Power of Now probably three or four times during that journey. But um, I had this idea. I was like, I want to be 100% again. I want to be like I was. I want to be as strong as I was. I, nothing else is going to be good enough for me, and that forced desire to um it has to be a certain way, or I'm just, or it's a failure for me, was holding me back from even being able to heal. I would say so when I was like, it's okay, right here, right now. Like I'm going to do my stretching routine. I'm going to eat this diet that's going to be good for me. I'm going to stop thinking about it so much, though, and like picking at the scab and be like, it's been five years. Like I'm just going to have fun as much as I can. Just going to like do some purposeful work and it. And then that's how these things go away. Finally, they go away and you're like, oh, I totally forgot. I don't even have pelvic pain now. That's how this stuff usually works. And with any manifestation anyway, by the way, when you stop thinking about it so hard and you hold it lightly, as you say, and it's like, it's still something that's a part of your future vision. You're creating a, a person whose health and strength and power now. Um, that's whenever it finally does happen.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I've heard, I know the story, but I like hearing it because it really, I think so many people who have pelvic pain can relate to this. And yes, that concept of holding things lightly is so key. And we've actually made mindset to be a pretty big component of our overcome program. And this- don't worry. This conversation is not a sales tactic for our program. It's just that I well, want. Don't
1: speak to- too soon. It might become one. Hey, there we go. That's
0: true. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just
1: kidding, kidding, everyone.
0: <laughs> just kidding. But no, we did include that because it is for you. That was the missing link, and I know for many people it is as well. I think some people um, resist that though because what would you say to this, Michael? Say somebody saying, "But I am holding it lightly." I know the the line of when what you resist persists. I know that line and so I'm not resisting anymore. I'm surrendering. I swear to goodness I'm surrendering. What would you say to that person?
1: So they might be consciously surrendering, but within their subconscious, they have recurring emotions. They might have recurring trauma that's part of their past body that's even stored at a cellular level. Um, so even though at a super conscious level, you're like, no, no, I, I I'm not worried about this anymore. Like I'm letting go that, why is it still not going away? Literally, you just saying the fact, why is it still not going away is actually not letting it go. But of course it's human nature to do so. But yeah, m- for me, I'll go to go back to that in a second. Mindset was, it wasn't a totally missing link. Cause I, had, I went in for more of a self healing journey, more much so than much more so than many other people. Cause they stay kind of like Western medicine, anatomical, physiological. Although it was still definitely the mindset shift, ultimately, at the end, I would say that was a big deal. And yeah, mindset's such a big part of this. I guess I'm going to uh, parlay into a similar answer, but one thing I want to point out here is that anytime people bring this up, and I've been conversing with a lot of men now since we've launched Overcome Pelvic Pain, I want to explain something which might initially seem esoteric or pseudoscience, perhaps, to some people but this is not an acute injury. So it's not like you're on a ladder and you fell off and you broke your shoulder or your clavicle or something. And you're like, that's exactly what happened. The force of the impact from the distance that I traveled broke that bone. That's where it came from. That was the root cause. That's very clear. With something like pelvic floor dysfunction or an internal issue, there isn't one obvious root cause. And what happens from an energetic or quantum level perspective, actually, is we have, everything is energy, first of all. So I know you had someone on your show a couple of episodes back that was talking about energy medicine. And, you know, 99.999% of everything in the universe is energy. Only a tiny percentage is really dense matter. So things actually begin to percolate and dis-ease and uh, disorder an imbalance begins at an energetic level surrounding your body. So if anyone's ever heard of energy centers of the body or chakras of the body or, you know, different layers of your energy bodies, things like that. Even if you don't believe what we're saying right now or you don't think that's real, just listen, though. Um, things can collect there over time. So if you've been exposed to Eastern medicine, uh, a lot of people understand this much better because of chi. Uh, those in Western medicine don't get it as much. But what I'm trying to say is that something like pelvic floor dysfunction, I, I, I'm I'm seeing parallels. I'm seeing a lot of themes and patterns with the men that I speak to. Many of them, usually they're high achievers. A lot of times they work really, really hard. They're fairly successful. Like, yeah, I'm doing well, um, you know, monetarily, like I have a good job and maybe an emotional issue or a fear based upon like a relationship problem. So what I'm trying to say is uh, an overstress and, and also related to fear or anxiety or not wanting something to come to pass, usually related to fear. Like I, can, I think of the, you know, the tail um, being pulled in at the the tailbone, right? Like an animal that's in fear, like a dog that's afraid. But all I'm saying is that these things build up over time. It's not just like, unless it was an acute injury actually to your pelvic floor, which clearly can happen, but it's a much smaller percentage. But what, what I'm saying is that Preventative maintenance or preventing something like this would be about keeping as much balance as you possibly can in your body, like not working like 11 hours a day and never doing self-care or all these other things where there's no balance. Um, Because I know, like I've definitely been there where I I was like, I'm young, I've got to do this, I've got to make it happen, I've got to take care of my family, I've got to be a success, you put a ton of pressure on yourself. Um, and your body pays for it dramatically. And honestly, you're, you're way more of a success if you're if you're meditating and you create more space in your schedule. And I know all of that now. I didn't know it back then. And a lot of the men that I speak to don't know that. Um, so I know this didn't directly answer your question, no. but I just really really wanted to bring this up because it's
0: so good. It's so good. Go. Sorry. Go. I,
1: no, go. I think it it really. So when I speak to these men, they're like they immediately want to know like where it came from, and they're like is it is it my posture is there something wrong with my pelvic alignment is it because of something i'm eating and they're always immediately looking at the physiological level that's the last place it manifested you have to understand you don't notice it happens right until it's been percolating and preparing for several months or for a couple of years maybe um And this is something that again not a lot of people understand they might even not believe it or something which by the way there's actually a lot of scientific research now around it you can even see some energy with curly and photography and i know in the next few decades uh, energetic photography is going to be clearly the most important thing because you can see something before it fully manifests into your body right Um, but that's how everything works in life in general like any type of manifestation and any elements that's not acute in an exact moment in time like from an accident um, Yeah, so I don't even remember what we were talking about but that I just oh, no, it
0: It's so perfect because I have to say it completely parlays into my Idea that we could talk about the masculine and feminine energies that are within us all um, Because as you were discussing this and as I'd asked that question about kind of like What about people who are like, you know, i'm surrendering i'm surrendering. So why is it not happening yet? that in itself is a pretty masculine, like, okay, I'm surrendering. I've got a plan. This is my plan is I'm surrendering. So the balance of the feminine receptive energy of, ah, oh, I'm surrendering, like actually surrendering may not be there. And that balance is actually what's what really is needed to make this happen. And so I wanted to say that, but then I also wanted to say maybe – the next thing I wanted to say is the fact that so many um, of the men that I've talked to with the pelvic pain issues, and this goes for women too. So, really quickly, everybody, male and female, has masculine and feminine qualities of energy within their body. And the masculine quality, qualities are a little bit more um, focused, more driven, more action oriented. The feminine qualities are a little bit more receptive, more. Um, Restful more emotional more creative. So those are just really broad overviews and but you know so just to give you a basic understanding they're in everybody and As Michael referred to a couple episodes ago Tammy Lynn Kent came on and talked about feminine energy in the body and um, she she was saying People human beings really need to have a balance of both energies a balance like 50 50, which is cray, right? We're like that's crazy. There's no way pretty much everyone in the world has like Modern world has very high masculine energy and this goes for females too and that masculine energy can really cause a lot of tension in the body because it's a very action-oriented energy and so so what I'm was going to get at regarding male pelvic health is a lot of the men that I've talked to are, like you said, Michael, they're high-performing individuals. Um, There was a a piano player, like a high-level piano player who I worked with at one time who, I mean, imagine practicing all day long and then performing. I mean, there's got to be a lot of tension in that pelvic area and a lot of outpouring of creativity, which is a feminine aspect, but definitely performance which is male. And so there's that. Then there's also, you know, salespeople and businessmen and weightlifters, powerlifters who are powering forward with their world. And I think that that balance is not there in so many of them. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, was just that balance and how that is part of what we're bringing in. And I think it is a part of that manifestation process and the holding things lightly is you have your intention for healing and for surrendering and letting go. And then you actually have to do it. <laughs> you actually really do have to invite that feminine into your life, whether you are a man or a woman.
1: Yeah, definitely. So exactly like you said, with the masculine energy, a lot of these men, and I know because I was the same way and I've definitely gotten better about it, they're so used to knowing, hey. If I just set this goal and I work really, really hard, I know that I can achieve it. Because when I was a kid, I did this. And whenever I got out of college, I did this and I got promoted and I built up this business. So they have direct experience in their life that told them, if you just have a plan and you attack the plan every day and you grind it out, you can get it done. So they take that exact same model and they try to apply it to healing their body. And I know that I did that too. I had a checklist of like 13 things take this supplement, do this stretch, do this supplement, do a stretch break at 1 (laughs) a.m. 1 p.m. Like it was the same idea. And, um, because they just think they can drive it home, they can punch it in and get it done. And yes, the surrender, I really like what you said, like I'm surrendering, like, (laughs) like I'm telling you, I'm surrendering, (laughs) whereas, uh, actually stepping, you know, actually surrendering. And I think that's a really beautiful, uh, microcosm of it right there. And But I'm curious, I'll have to ask you then, like, how do you think they can practically begin to balance those areas? Like, what would be something you would recommend to them?
0: Mm, That is a good question. I mean, there's, there's so many thoughts that come into my head, but I mean... One thing they can do is literally just feeling into the energy of the body. As we talked about with Tammy, Tammy Lynn Kent, and I started doing this practice myself was really just feeling into where the tension is on my body. And for me, it's all on my right side. Um, so it's not just gonna be about tension, but energetically I have more issues, I have more pain, I have more tension on the right side of my body. And that is associated with the masculine energy. And so I started doing this inner balancing, energetic work, where literally I would just Feel the inside of my body, and I'd sort of sweep out my head, my back from the inside, my pelvic bowl area, my organs. I would sweep everything out, and I would literally feel what was going on in the inside of my body. And if it was off kilter, which it always was, it always felt different between the right and the left side. I would, first of all, just be okay with that. I mean, that's the first step, kind of like we've been talking about this whole time, is just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Not like, God, dang it! I'm trying to keep this PG. God, dang it! Why, you know, why is it off kilter? Why is it like this? You know, just saying, well, that's curious, and accepting it, and then loving it a little bit, putting some like mental um, oils and like uh, lubrication around these these areas that feel uncomfortable on the inside of my body, just sort of gently love it up, and just try to balance things out energetically on the inside of my body. And that might be helpful for, you know, for any of our men who are listening. If we have any listeners right now who are kind of interested in this subject, we didn't talk about this in our program, Overcome Pelvic Pain for Men. And we, you know, maybe someday we'll add something like this because I think it's a really nice step is to get in touch on the inside and that it might be, however, a bit of a far step for someone who's really not comfortable with energy work or like, what the hell is she talking about right now? What is, what is she talking about? about? I'm lost.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, that's like a very feminine practice too, which is is obviously the point, Mm -hmm. but it's too big of a jump for most men. Although they could get there. Like I actually did. I did the Tammy Lynn Kent practice that she recommended because I listened to Y'all's podcast yesterday. And um, so I was doing that. But I mean, I'm much more in this area of my life now. But um, I think even something like, so I had a conversation with a a man who's going through this and he was talking about um, his relationship fell apart and like his life has been, you know, really in shambles since then and this and that. And he was literally opening up to me and he told me that I was the first person that he told about how he was feeling Mm -hmm. to this point. And he just met me on that phone call that day. Because Mm -hmm. he could tell that I was very receptive. I wasn't judging at all. And so there are a lot of men that, of course, aren't as good at sharing and speaking about their emotions. That's very masculine. It's just hiding that. And that is just, that would be a good first step would be coming, knowing it's okay to either talk about it or knowing it's okay to consider how it feels. And like, if something's feeling a certain way, actually telling someone, because I mean, as men and as boys growing up, like you aren't supposed to tell someone that it like hurts your feelings or this or that. And I don't mean like petty things, but it it really blocks you off from actually thinking it's okay or ever doing that. So like that would be a good thing. Or maybe something else could be if you only lift weights and like maybe you run or something, trying a yoga class or something that's still active and but slows you down, gets you more in touch with your body, like at an energetic physical type practice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think like steps like that Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, a year from now, they're totally going to be doing that energy practice. They're going to totally. be,
0: I'm the. I'm the, I'm the, ready next for level. It. I'm the next level. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's great. And that what you're saying applies to women too, because I do want to make this a very gender, uh, you know, it applies to anybody, gender, no this gender, is, this whatever is gen- we're talking gender about. neutral. This gender is for neutral. everyone. This is for everybody. Cause yeah, I, I think everyone can do well by exploring those baby steps even of, both sides of their energy. So they're masculine and feminine. Oh, I love this. Well, this is so good. I do like to try to keep the podcast to about 30 minutes. As you know, Michael, we could talk forever about all of this stuff. Um, I do want to give you a little shout out for your amazing podcast that you have yourself. It's called You Transformed. And Michael talks a lot about this sort of, um, this work, this work. So not about pelvic health, but about this work so maybe, Michael, can you share a little bit more about You Transformed and that kind of yeah. thing?
1: Definitely. Yeah, you Transformed, anyone who's listening that wants to go deeper and becoming a true, deliberate, conscious creator of their own life would love what we do. Our motto is transform yourself and manifest a new destiny. That's because if you really want to have a greater vision for your life, whether it be you quitting your job and starting a purposeful business or healing an ailment or some sickness or creating the most incredible relationship of your life or some unique experience. If you truly want to create and um, bring about this amazing future vision, you have to actually transform who you are. And once you are transformed and you become the new person, it's at that moment in time. That your external environment manifests those things that you are wanting or wanting to create. That's actually how it works Most people don't realize that they're like they want these things. They want these new experiences They want to have more money They want to have greater health and they like set a goal and they do all these extraneous accessory things But they don't choose to actually go within and realize that not only do I need to choose more loving positive mantras and emotions and choices And part of who is this person that i'm becoming i'm leveling up into this new me. They also have to recognize those more negative emotions are really the thoughts that lead to familiar emotions that are cyclical that happen throughout your daily waking state. And so, yeah, we give you a roadmap to crossing the river of change, to becoming the greatest version of yourself, if you so wish to choose to do that with us. I mean, uh, so it's amazing. You're and you transformed and you've chosen to become the greatest version of yourself, which we're not going to let you do anything less than that because that's what we do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome group. And Michael's created this um, community aspect of it. It's not just a podcast. I mean, there's a community aspect, plus he's planning retreats and experiences in the future. So um, I really love what you're doing and I'm grateful for your friendship and for our partnership and for everything. So thank you so much, Michael. Um, Is there anything you'd like to leave people with?
1: Yeah. The last thing I would say is um, just you know, the more you can connect within is really connecting with your inner being or source or God or however you want to say it. Just take some time out for that every day, no matter what. It doesn't matter. Maybe you haven't wanted to meditate or something, but even if you just take some breaths, I was speaking to someone who's a little more secular, a little bit more religious. So you can use the word breath, like take five deep breaths or do 10 deep breaths. And and my sister as well, she does that. And it's really helped her a whole lot. But your life will continuously improve if you take some time out for connecting with the divine and with this energetic, powerful, fully loving force. Um, So if I was going to leave someone with something, it would just be, make sure you do that today.
0: I love that. And I want to say that sometimes you may experience a rapid transformation from some kind of practice like that. And other times you'll say, this isn't working. It's not like nothing's happening and I'm doing this and this, but then you'll look back and you'll realize that actually things are shifting and you'll start to notice little synchronicities and you'll start to notice little changes. And so for some people, it's a profound, rapid transformation and other people it's not as fast and that's okay. They're both amazing and everyone has their own journey. So um, I am with you. I think that that's the best practice ever is just taking more time for, oh, I, I'm a work in progress myself, but yeah, it's been transformational for me too. So thank you, Michael. So appreciated. Thank you so much for
1: having me on the (laughs) show. And actually, actually, you interviewed me on my podcast if anyone wants to hear that. So
0: yes, I did. I'll put all the links to everything in the show notes. Thanks again. Thank you
1: so much. Take care.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to the entire show. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend, let her know how it helped you and what you learned and why she might like it too. And if you would like a free downloadable video portfolio that includes the inner core energizer routine that's found in my book, lady bits, plus the first seven days of my ab camp series. Simply leave a review of this podcast on iTunes and then send a screenshot of of your review to me, Brianne, at femfusionfitness.com. Again, that's Brianne at femfusionfitness.com. I will personally get back to you with your free downloadable video portfolio. I will see you next time. And remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit.